Woodlands Health. Better health begins here. Our commitment to your health is our top priority, and customer satisfaction is our primary focus. That's why we're proud to present our podcast series, Better Health Radio, brought to you by Tidelands Health. Here's Bill Klaproth. Prescription medications can be quite helpful when taken correctly, but taken the wrong way, it can cause many different problems. Here to talk with us about medication mishaps is Daryl Wilm, Director of Inpatient Pharmacy at Tidelands Health. Daryl, thanks for your time today. So how big of a problem are medication mishaps? Um, across the nation, that's a big problem, and it's a uh we know through the statistics and data that's out there that a, a good proportion of our admissions are basically due to medication mishaps and taking medications the wrong way, taking medications uh, that they shouldn't be. And probably one of the bigger problems is patients that are, should be on medications not taking them and stopping them when they uh, should be continuing them to do insurance, finances, and that kind of thing. There's certainly a lot of confusion around medications, especially when a patient has multiple medications today. So let's talk about in the hospital. How do you make sure a patient at Tidelands gets the appropriate dose at the right time? Pretty much, we do this through our clinical pharmacy program. We, um, when a prescription, when the medication's ordered for a patient, it's the physician's done his background and he orders the medication appropriate for the patient and for use of the, d- the disease state. Um, from a pharmacist's perspective, when we get that order before we, what they call verify it, to be ready to be administered by nursing, is we have access to the patient's medical records. So we have access to their lab work. We have access to any kind of microbiology, any kind of uh, cultures that have been taken. We have access to their renal function, their liver function. So we do a second check from the physician before the nurse actually administers it to the patient to make sure it's dosed correctly make sure the indication's correct, make sure it's the right medication for that um, indication. And then once we verify it, then the nurses are able to access the medication on the floor and give it to the patient. We have a lot of See, a lot of the background that in hist- historically it hasn't been there, but now with the computer systems and how they interface with everything that we can, we can see the patient history and physical from the physician and have a good background on what the patient medical medical condition is and is this medication not only appropriate for the patient but also is it dosed appropriately and how often it's dosed. Right, it's that coordination of medication through a series of checks and verification. So how about after the patient leaves and goes home after discharge, how do you educate the patient on the proper use then? Um, and that's been another troublesome area for as far as medication mishaps. So what we do is called a thing called medication reconciliation. We do it on the front end when a patient comes in. That's why it's important for patients to bring their medication list so we know everything that they've been on, including herbals and multivitamins and that kind of thing, because they do have interactions with some of the uh, inpatient medications we use. And on discharge, the physician will take a printout of the medications that the patient's on on the inpatient side, and compare that to what the patient has been taking at home and if any adjustments been made and that kind of thing, we make the adjustments and we send the patient home with a complete list of medications that they are now to be taken on their way out the door. The nurses typically will verify that with the patient and review that list with the patient and send them out before discharge. 
Right. I just went through this with my dad. So how do you deal with prescriptions that have similar names? It can be very confusing. And I know you just said you sent them home with a list. How can someone avoid a mix-up at home? Uh, mix-up, that's that's the harder part. I mean, it's um, patients being aware of the medications and knowing the names of what they are. There is, particularly now that there's a lot of generics out there, there is a lot of similar names. Um, there are access, there are webs, web apps and applications on the Internet where they can actually just type in the pill name, the number that's on the pill, and verify that that's one if they have a question. In the older days when it was all brand names, you could tell by the color and the look and that kind of thing, but that's a lot less likely to be able to pick up on that now. The generics can, each time you go to get a prescription filled, one, brand, one set of pills can be a totally different color than the other set. So it's not necessarily by look. It's um, more knowing their medication, knowing the names, and comparing that, in comparing it to the prescription that they drop off to the uh, information that we give them on the way out to make sure that they are they are identical. And then, and in any case, anytime they have any questions, or call their pharmacist or their physician and double check it. That's usually the question. Usually, we see that with mishaps in the hospital. If something seems wrong, if you didn't check it, then typically something will go wrong. So it's always good to have it double-checked. And anytime you have a question, reach out. Well, that's great advice, right? Better to ask the question than to take something the wrong way or at the wrong time. And speaking of taking medications the wrong way, how big of a problem is people like swallowing a liquid instead of a spray, for example? That does happen. I mean, it's um, surprising. That's the way it goes back to clear instructions and understanding in particular on the retail side, um, talk to the pharmacist. A lot of times that's harder on the retail side. They have less time. But to speak to the pharmacist and make sure they understand exactly how they're supposed to, what they're supposed to take, how often they're supposed to take it, and how they're supposed to take it before they leave the pharmacy. And what about paying attention to expiration dates? And Some people may keep leftover medication thinking they can save money and use it at a later time. That's not safe either, is it? No, it, it depends on the medication that's um, in question. And like I say, once again there, if there's any question, any doubt, any any medication that you get on the outside in a prescription pharmacy, per se, will have a year expiration date. And that's due to it not being in light protection, moisture. It's not in this original sealed container. So once it's been out, there's a chance for degradation and uh, basically to Medication will be ineffective. So if you're taking an antibiotic or some a blood thinner and that kind of stuff, blood pressure meds, that you uh, it's possible that you're not going to get the full effect of the medication. And actually, there's some antibiotics where if it degrades enough, that you will actually cause harm to yourself. So a good rule of thumb is finish all the medication when it's prescribed to you, so that way it won't be left over, right? And if there is leftover medication, make sure you throw it out. It's just the safe thing to do. Yeah, I mean, there's the different. It depends on what the medication is, but uh, typically, if it's an antibiotic, yes, that's where um, a lot of trouble, and that's where um, we have a lot of issues with resistance and causes us to use um, stronger and more expensive antibiotics. Because once you take an uh, antibiotic for a certain amount of time, you'll start to feel better, 
but you still have a seeding of that bacteria in your body, and it's the stronger of the bacteria. So when you quit taking it and then you didn't wipe it out, then it comes back a lot stronger and more resistant to the medication. And then the next time you get sick again, and then they have to use something stronger to do it. And other medications, yeah, it's been on uh, why you're not, you know, blood pressure meds you should take, and our coagulants or blood thinning medications until your physician tells you not to. And then you're correct. It's, there's a lot more drop off places now for at police stations and different areas that you can drop off unused medication, and particularly with the um, oxycodone and uh, narc addiction problems that we're having out there. And Horry County is actually one of the highest uh, overdose counties in the state, and we're one of the highest states in the country. So getting those kind of pain medications, that kind of stuff, to the police stations, they have a drop-off box right out in the front door, Drop that off and get that out of the out of your out of your way. And for other medications, it's good just to get rid of because there gets confusion whether you should be taking this or taking that. Like say, when once you come out of the hospital, pretty much all you should be taking is what's on your list. If you have any questions with that, that do you think there's something else that you should be taking before you start taking it? Check with your primary physician. Those are some great tips. Make sure you finish your medication, then find a drop off location. And again, if you have questions, just make the call. Well, Daryl. Lastly, why should someone choose Tidelands Health for their health care needs? Well, Tidelands is um, it's a growing health care facility, so we're both inpatient and outpatient. Um, the biggest thing I've seen since I've been here is the dedication to patient safety, um, doing it, trying to do it right the first time. Um, we're always learning from our mistakes. We are a very dedicated health care team. Um, we try to look at you, look at the patient from all aspects, and it's just uh, it's been a great place to work, and uh, I think an awesome place to come get your health care. Daryl, thank you again, and for more information about Tidelands Health Physicians Services and Facilities, visit tidelandshealth.org. That's tidelandshealth.org. This is Better Health Radio. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.